0: Can
1: we please have quiet on the set? One and only. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast where we keep wrestling royal exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. I am your host. King Ricky Rose
2: because you know in life you're always told that if you work hard
1: if you chip away if you plug away if you do your job then your moment will come and I am sick of waiting for my moment also joining me each and every week is the founder Willie T Will Terrashock. well The Rock knows exactly why you did what you did at Wrestlemania Because Stone Cold, you know, deep down inside, in your heart, in your soul, one-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man, you know damn well you can't beat The Rock! And finally, joining us each and every week is the Queen Bee herself, THE Kate Murphy. How does it feel that you were expecting a man to come out here?
2: What you weren't expecting was THE man! It's time for someone you to step up, step in, and fill your shoes. And there's only one person for that job.
0: And I think these people would agree with me that that person is me.
1: Together, we cover all things wrestling in and outside of the ring in the only way that we know how. So, without further ado. Behold the king. The king of kings. Oh my god, guess who's pregnant? We have a baby coming! It's not uh, mine! Else... <laughs> yes, yes, I don't know what that was, that sounded inaudible, <laughs> but I'll listen to it on like Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 195. Money for Remarks for, aka, my four-year anniversary on this show. And I am your official host from third mic to first mic in only four years it's actually probably maybe a pretty long time who knows i'm king ricky rose your host and general manager of wrestle radio the cure for the common wrestling podcast find me on social media at ambassador Biggs, b-i-g-z in bachelor bigs find this uh episode kings of the rings podcast and the podcast itself on wrestle radio find us on social media k-o-t-r underscore podcast on facebook instagram Twitter and find WrestleAddict Radio social at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and WrestleAddict Radio on Facebook and Instagram there is a ton of good wrestling to talk about there's a ton of things inside and outside the ring to talk about this week we have our own personal announcements as well it is going to be a jammed packed episode and with me each and every week is the Ever seemingly grey haired growing Prince of Petty. Mr. Will Tarashock, how are Prince, you?
2: Prince of Petty? I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that or I hate it, but either way, it's probably petty. Um, I am Will Tarashock, T's and Thomas, ARA. I said, you know what, don't follow me anywhere. I like my privacy. Uh Kate Murphy. I hope I hope you can agree with me in saying money in the bank was we'll get into it. Kate Murphy, how you doing, bro?
1: There's that petty coming out.
0: I like you being petty. <laughs> What's wrong with being petty?
2: Oh, you see that? Mickey? she thinks it's sexy.
0: I didn't say that.
2: That's <laughs> so I, I did.
0: That's fine. But you can find... <laughs> me, you can find me streaming across all social media platforms as at the Kate Murphy. I finally... And OnlyFans. Not OnlyFans. I'm just excited I have, like, one handle on everything now. Like, I feel like I've gotten my life together.
1: It took you long enough. Yeah, someone has to do it eventually, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to that. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And congratulations to uh, Miss Rebecca Quinn. You guys might know her as Becky Lynch. She announced um, on Raw this past Monday that she was pregnant. And we're not talking about like May Young. I'm pregnant. I, saying, I, and hope, birth I hope it's on a hand. hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not talking about you know like the uh, Schnitzky punning a baby pregnant thing. This is a literal legit pregnancy, which I don't believe Kate Murphy has ever happened in the history of at least WWE, if not wrestling.
0: What, a real like champion um, relinquishing due to pregnancy?
1: No, not even like, like champion aside, you know, wrestling as a championship and being at the top of their game aside, which is what Becky Lynch is and has been for the past year and some change. I'm talking about just someone actually being like, I can't wrestle because I'm pregnant. Maria Canales karma.
0: just had a baby. Huh? Maria Canales just had a baby.
1: Maria Kanellis wasn't wrestling. Uh, karma, Awesome Kong. Did she announce she was pregnant? Yeah,
2: remember she came. Remember she came in for a few weeks and uh, had a few with the Bella Twins, um, and then she she literally left like with like three weeks into her run because she was pregnant. Yeah, but I'm talking about
1: like making this an announcement like the, like uh, like this is a segment of a show. Like I'm comparing this to, like, you know, Edge having to retire, D. Bry's retirement, Shawn Michaels losing his smile and having to go away. I don't think we've ever seen yeah. it. Before. That's kind of where I'm going.
2: with. I, this. I guess Not to be
0: rude, but WWE's never really cared about that before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't mean to sound like a douchebag, but they don't. And I don't think this would have had as much pomp and circumstance if it was another champion that was pregnant. Like if Nia Jax was having a baby, there wouldn't be a big announcement. She would just be written off TV. It's a big deal. Well, Nia
1: Jax also isn't the champion of her show.
2: All right. So let's say Nikki Cross or Alexa Bliss was was pregnant. They just dropped the titles. I don't think it would be a big pomp and circumstance either. Is this because Becky Lynch is like the face of the company along with Drew McIntyre? Like as that number one champion, she is the face of the company as women's division, you know, along with Charlotte. Um, so and she is a big star. She is number one. So it makes sense that they would kind of give it as big send off this big moment, um, even though it's still in front of nobody. But that's either here nor there. I
0: kind of I liked that I it was in front it was of nobody. Still
1: very exciting.
2: Oh, yeah, it was still it was still going to be wrong. It's still a great moment. Um and Becky's emotion was very real. Um, so, yeah, I thought the second was well done. Asuka was a little weird, just running around with the title. Um, and the way That's she, totally Oscar. The way she kind of announced it was a little weird, too, but.
0: Like how she I'm phrased not, it?
2: Yeah, yeah. How, how she's kind of said it, like her whole speech and how Asuka came out. The whole way the second was kind of paced was a little weird. But I'm, I'm not going to complain about. Someone announcing they're pregnant on a wrestling show. They have better things to do.
0: I mean, it kinda has to be dramatic. Like the whole like, you're gonna go off and be a warrior, I'm gonna go off and be a mother kind of deal. Like it was kind of like, cheesy. Oh.
2: Like if, if I didn't know, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, you got mm-hmm. you got you guys watched live, you didn't know she was pregnant. What what did you first reaction? What did you think was happening?
1: I thought that um I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that Becky came to the ring and she was blatantly and obviously distraught. So it could have been a myriad of things. It could have been that she was actually pregnant, which is what, unfortunately, the WCW of wrestling, a.k.a. the internet wrestling community, was talking about before the show, which I go into a whole rant about on the next Watch the Throne, um, exclusive to Patreon. Or it could have wait, been wait, she wait, had like a career what was, what was, injury. What was the internet doing? It leaked via dirt sheets that there was gonna be a giant announcement and they were speculating that Becky was gonna drop the title because she was pregnant. Oh, so it leaked that leaked hours before the show. Okay. Um which I was I, I'm I'm I go into a whole banter about him, how I didn't, how I didn't think it was right, and how the IWC ruins their own happiness by going to dirt sheets, And there's a whole thing that I talk about on Wants to Yeah, that's fair. Okay, um, I'm
2: excited. I'm excited to hear that because I'm probably gonna be fifty. 50- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be a fifty fifty split. Going, he has a point, but I get it. Okay, interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah but I, I think it, like it could have been that she was actually pregnant, which she ended up being. It could have been that she had a career threatening injury. Like when they have these, oh, someone has a major announcement. it it, for me at least i don't know about the uk but it kind of makes me scared because every time someone has a major announcement it's usually not good daniel bryan had a major announcement edge had a major announcement and those were like earth-shattering announcements to a lot of people
0: i agree like every time it's a major announcement someone's retiring someone's injured someone's going away and but this is the first time someone's going away for a happy reason
1: that is the difference yeah that is that is the very big difference i also found i loved how they how they weaved the story of her pregnancy into money in the bank which be that as it may she obviously had known she was pregnant for a couple of weeks now
0: yeah she hasn't wrestled since mania what's up she hasn't wrestled since mania that's true. Yeah, she, has, she, she hasn't, hasn't really, really, she hasn't really been on TV. She hasn't
2: really been on TV, at least live since Mania either. So, um, yeah. and now I'm like, I I, I, I wonder because um, obviously, if you're pregnant, you should be wrestling. Duh. I mean, duh, 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 duh. But I wonder how far into the. Tell
1: about the pages, mom.
2: Yeah, right. But, but that's my point. Mm-hmm. I wonder how far into the pregnancy you can go before it's like unsafe.
0: Probably a few weeks. Like, from what I understand, like, when you're pregnant, a ba- the baby can't feel pain until 23 weeks in, which is why, like, late-term abortions and all that can only happen to a certain extent. So theoretically,
2: mm-hmm. she
0: could probably wrestle up to, like, six months into her pregnancy if she really wanted to. Like, it's not a great idea, but she theoretically could.
1: Yeah, but why take that risk? Exa-
0: yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Well, I also Plus, don't, I don't, actually, I don't think Especially as worth- you, like, develop, like, you're limiting how many bumps you can take. Like, you can't take bumps on your stomach. So, you, what, do you just take back bumps? That's not good either.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, you could have built up some sort of a program and make her actually- Because I feel like Asuka- It's a strictly wrestling thing now. Like, Asuka's a champion. It's kind of just like- Oh, Oscar's a champion now. Oh, okay. Like you, granted that it's if if it's safe and the doctor says okay, you could have kind of had a storyline where like she goes to a a quick feud with Nia Jax, she beats Nia Jax and gets cashed in on, and then she goes away saying she's pregnant. You know what I mean? Like
1: I so so not having her drop a title, but having her legit kind of lose them and having. Oscar take it off somebody else. Yeah,
2: or, or not even losing, she beats Nia in a hard fought victory, and Oscar cashes in on her. Like, I, I think it's a little bit of a missed opportunity here, because you, 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 I, I you, have you, to disagree, but go you, ahead. Will. You like you leave Oscar kind of being like, oh, she's the champion now. Interesting.
1: But but here's the thing. It's not like Oscar didn't earn it. We just didn't know that the that the belt was in the briefcase. Yeah. So in essence, you can say that Oscar did actually earn like we like that was, I think, the very clever thing about it was that in I'm, I'm assuming in Kayfabe, uh the briefcase was sealed and no one knew what was in the briefcase. Except for Becky, and Becky was pretty much the only one who knew the code to the briefcase, yeah. which, I, which I thought was a very interesting uh, swerve in the story.
2: Yeah, I mean, it worked. I'm not going to say it didn't work. Um, this, is, yeah. this is also a weird thing to nitpick over, but it was just kind of like, I, you, you kind of leave Asuka with, it. Could, you aren't doing her really any favors, or the belt for that matter.
1: I think you're doing Asuka a bunch of favors. She is now the second woman in the history of WWE to have won all of the titles for a woman, next to Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: she's a grand slam.
0: I wonder if
1: she's more than a grand slam. No, she's a grand slam. Sorry.
0: I wonder if Becky had a say in who she dropped to.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I was, I was thinking that too. Because. I don't think I would have been happy if this situation played out with anybody else. I'm also biased because I'm like a really huge Oscar fan, but anybody else, this would have pissed me like pissed me off, and it would have ruined the moment a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, I okay, actually, I actually do agree with you heavily.
0: Like, imagine if this whole fucking thing happened with Shayna Baszler. No way, no.
2: <laughs> well, Shayna played the perfect heel on Raw. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh my yeah. God! Yes, we'll, we'll
2: we'll talk about that.
1: Thank you. Finally, we got Shayna Baszler personality.
2: Finally, it's <laughs> like, oh, you're definitely a lesbian. <laughs>
0: and, yes, she is. <laughs> Slight side break. I liked her less black eyeliner on Raw. It
1: yeah, looks sweet. better. Wow, de- detailed Kate here. Are you? Is Dusty Dave in in, in your soul right now? <laughs> It's totally a Dave detail right there. Um, but he, here's here's the question that I think is gonna be on everybody's mind. And we kinda of talked about this before we uh went on to record right now. Uh Will does Becky ever return? Oh hell yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh she loves his business. She is eats, sleeps, breathes his business. Um it's, it's probably gonna be it's gonna be at least a year. Yeah, Kate, same question.
0: Yeah, she's gonna come back. Like she's gonna be, she's gonna be a part timer. Like she's gonna, I feel like, have more time at home with her kid. But she's gonna do like mm-hmm. Mania, like the big four pay per views, maybe.
2: Oh my god, you, know I just real- just ma- ma- you and I just realized she beat she beat what? Ronda again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she didn't have to go on vacation to get impregnated.
2: Yeah, dude, Ronda's been trying for a year. That shit don't work. Uh Travis Brown, check your swimmers.
1: <coughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh this kind of destroys pretty much all the fantasies of four horsewomen versus four horsewomen, cause that's probably never going to happen
2: at this uh, point. Which I think is fine. Yeah. I don't think you need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of dead in the water now. Especially because if you think about it we may never see all of the four horsewomen again if uh you know becky and sapphire thing you have charlotte and andrade who are gonna get married and you don't think andrade is gonna get a baby in her or seven um and <laughs> I- you you also have you also have sasha and mikazi and the, you know i think the whole females uh female wrestling this is not trying to be some sort of like gender asshole here but this is going to start becoming more and more of a thing that sometimes your top stars will Be getting pregnant and have to take time off. That's that's actually a really good point, Ricky. WWE or any other wrestling or if any other wrestling company is going to
2: be equipped for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something the women's evolution really took account for that women get pregnant. Yeah. And and look how
0: many, look how many women in the locker room are married or dating men in the locker room. Like I feel it's going to be in and out with the whole, with the whole roster. Like, Carmella's with Corey Graves. Like, Naomi's married. to Is Jimmy one of them? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. With
1: a J in his name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're all going to be going in and out to have babies. Like, that was, like, a total, like, plot point on Total Divas for a little while. Well, like, what if Natty and, like, TJ have a Like I was just going to say that. Anybody. Have
2: you
1: seen TJ on Total Divas? TJ's well, not tough. doing shit.
0: Nah, but I mean more like Naomi and Mr. Uso.
1: TJ's wasting, wasting precious Natty. Um, but you, how do you structure a
2: contract now for this? You, you, you. Like, that is, that's also something to consider. You don't, because, I mean, you, you, have, you have, you can't, you can't put it into a contract. Hey, don't get pregnant. That's really shitty. Um, well, no, not that. But
0: I don't think you could legally do that.
2: Yeah, you probably legally can't do that. But, you know, do you- I I have I'd have to assume that um this pregnancy was not planned.
1: Well, look at Steph's face. No shit it wasn't planned.
2: <laughs> right? So, uh, I, I think when it you know, when it comes to especially wrestlers and entertainment in general, like now is a good point. natty has been in his business for a long time. She's been married for probably just as long and she never got pregnant.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, but no one knows if that's by like design or it would just never happen. With a
2: career like this, like a lot of women nowadays put off getting pregnant because of their careers. They want to build a career. Um, that's very common nowadays. Whereas, you know, back in traditional times, traditional might not be the right word. Um, women would go and just be the housewife, have the kids, take care of the kids. But nowadays, women are doing, especially the whole women's movement, they're more focused on a career than a family. So a lot of them could just be saying, you know what, I'm going to put a baby on hold until my career is done. So it won't be that big of an, I not want to say issue, won't be, won't, won't be something that comes up as much as we think it will.
0: I mean, as somebody that's female, like <laughs> biologically female – I know me and all of my friends like we don't want to have kids until like we're more secure yeah. like I'm old enough to have a kid emotionally I'd be a good mom but like no I need my my life together I need the world to stop sucking before that's possible yeah even if that takes uh, like the world
1: will always suck
0: well I don't need the world being rampant with fucking coronavirus and shit You know, you
1: know, know, I don't want to have a baby and
0: and have to have my loved ones look through a window like in a screen door and a mask and all that shit, you know.
1: Remember when looking through a screen door with a mask was considered like, I don't know, alarming (laughs) stalking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a hoodlum every time I leave my house. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're you're Trust me you are not a hoodlum I know I, I I'm, not hoodlums.
0: Hoodlums. I'm not a hoodlum I'm not I know I'm not a hoodlum but like just having like you know my like face covered and shit like okay
2: Yo, do your glasses fall off when you wear a fucking mask because mine do all the time no my
0: glasses fog they fog up they fog up and I hate yeah, it yeah
2: it. it's terrible these masks suck get it get it get Sucks it together guys, America. four
1: eyes please Uh, but let's move on so once again congratulations to obviously the Becky Lynch and I guess Seth Rollins sure (laughs) sure Seth Rollins is the
0: worst part of the whole announcement
1: Seth Rollins was the best part of the announcement that's (laughs) I mean yeah no Seth Rollins was amazing in his role I also feel like that was Seth's real reaction (laughs) it's all disheveled (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) he's like what am I gonna do
0: that is most men's reaction to that
1: Seth Rollins had I thought I wore a condom face
0: I think he deserves an Emmy for his performance on Raw last night
1: yeah he's gonna need a raise for all those diapers he's about to buy yep Uh, so anywho Asuka obviously won the money in the bank which at this point was just an ipso facto Uh, raw heavyweight champion, women raw women's raw championship. Uh, which explains why WWE kept saying Becky Lynch is going to address the champion of Money in the Bank, which is kind of a dead giveaway and kind of ruined it for SmackDown. But let's go to the Money in the Bank pay per view right now. Probably one of the most talked about pay per views for WWE this year, and probably one of the most talked about matches this year in wrestling let's cut to the chase the money in the bank match in my opinion and will i know you have an opposite opinion it was one of the greatest things i have ever witnessed and i never want to see a regular money in the bank match again i love the cameos i loved the sheer shenanigans of it i thought it was hysterical I thought everybody played their part really well. Um, again, but WCW, a.k.a. the IWC, Internet Wrestling Community, kind of ruined the root-falling segment, which Rey Mysterio cleared up pretty well on Raw. Uh, but I thought it was fantastic, and it just had me laughing the whole time.
0: I loved first it. Off, it was amazing. <laughs> first
2: off, fuck the IWC. They're not going to get
0: actually thrown off a
2: seven-story building, you dumb fucks. Like, what? <laughs> What? That's that's the one thing not to be upset about. Oh, he wasn't actually thrown off a fucking building. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. How dumb can you fucking be? <laughs> Jesus. But other than that, yeah, this 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 thing was it was a joke. It was a fucking joke. And I didn't like it. Because I love Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is supposed to like launch your career. It's supposed to be a stepping stone. It's supposed to be a big deal, something that matters. It happened at WrestleMania for God's sake. This thing had a fucking food fight in it. Like it was great. It was, so you're telling me you're mad about a gimmick match was gimmicky. Well, I'm, I'm mad because it was it was just a big joke. It was it it was not taken seriously at all. It was it was, tr- it was bad. Be- one thing I will say, it was better than being in a performance center. I would have preferred, honestly, if they just had a killer match on the roof. Like, and say, screw the whole building. But then people would be complaining, well, they actually used the building. So this was a, a no win situation for WWE. And I do understand that, but it was a joke. And I didn't, I didn't, I do not want your main event, money in the bank, the biggest thing in the year to be a joke, especially when it goes to fucking Otis.
0: I was going to say, are you mad about Otis or are you mad about the whole thing? I'm mad at
2: the whole thing, but spec- Otis was just a cherry on top. Otis winning his briefcase, I was like, because there was nothing believable that he is a world champion. Absolutely nothing.
0: Well, you know he's not going to be the world champion, right?
2: We don't know that yet. Which is another thing. If, if, if it's, that is, that's Ricky. not true. Why I mean, give someone the briefcase if you don't plan them oh. becoming champion?
1: They did it to Sandow. They did it. Well, Corbin yeah, fucked his, his, own, his own thing. But off, again, so. it's
2: just, it's like, wow. What a waste.
0: I think it was funny. Like, I watched my favorite wrestler get thrown off the fucking headquarters and lose <laughs> money in the bank. To, and, like, in any other circumstance, I would have been coming into this episode screaming and ranting and raving. But the fact yeah. that they dropped it and it fell into Otis's arms, I couldn't even be mad at that point. He, he <laughs> won by accident. And, like. And well, that's I mean, very... think,
1: about, think about the latter match that happened at Mania. John Morrison
2: kind of just fell and had the titles in his hands. But at least I th- I th- I, that was a little more clever. That was actually a clever finish.
0: Otis didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was, happened to be standing in the exact right spot at the exact right moment, quit the briefcase, and now he's Mr. Money. Yeah, Otis bed.
2: had no had, has no business winning this briefcase. Being in a match, sure, I think it was a great spot for him. But winning? Get the fuck out of here.
1: But here, here's the thing about Money in the Bank. we were under this vague mask that it's supposed to create new stars. Edge was the first Money in the Bank winner. He didn't need to be a star. He was already a star, you know. And I, so he didn't he didn't need that to propel his career. Jack Swagger obviously needed. Mister Kennedy was already a, the one of the biggest things in wrestling, and they were just going to you know put that icing on the cake. Dean Ambrose didn't didn't fucking need it um to to win money in the bank he was already the he was already hot shit so it's kind of hit and miss it's just money in bank it's who they just want to kind of highlight at that moment i don't think it's there to make new stars i think we want it to make new stars and i think in the past it has created new stars but it's not always a, a star making match and it's also it's a gimmick match and we had a gimmick match be gimmicky and i can't be mad at that
0: i have a question yes so the, the whoever wins the briefcase they can pick whatever champion they want right
1: historically yes what i
0: what if his- this is just a chance to get them as the tag championships couldn't he technically cash it on the tag champions
1: yes I, I believe that is correct. Yeah, they never say a singles champion. They say you can catch it on any championship.
0: Th- there's no fucking way he's gonna be the WWE champion or the Universal champion. No way.
1: I mean, you you kind of uh, it, I mean, we're, we're SmackDown hasn't happened yet. Obviously, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, or hopefully, um, but you know, we don't know what the fallout's gonna be on SmackDown. Because, you know, we, with this brand-to-brand invitation thing that came out of nowhere... I'm very uh, confused know, by that. We don't know if Styles is going to show up and challenge for the briefcase, which has actually happened before. Yeah, that's
2: how, that's how Edge won uh, it.
1: People have lost possession of the briefcase, so there's still a lot up in the air. But I think for a match, for a gimmick match that was ultimately gimmicky, I can't be mad at the performers or, or the match setup. I thought the spots were fantastic. AJ Styles... Having PTSD at a picture of the Undertaker would had me in tears. Um, Dana Brooke getting the wrong briefcase in the Money in the Bank conference room—that was that was, that was, a briefca- this, that was a,
2: fucking ridiculous. I loved with a that. Full of it's money. like Dana, how many times were you told <laughs> it was on the roof? <laughs> And then she never makes it to the root because she slips and falls. Like, literally, this <laughs> th- this match ins- this insulted your audience.
1: I don't think it insulted your role. It's entertainment. It's not just sport. It's sports and entertainment. This isn't entertaining. It was classic um, entertainment. And I, I can't be mad at them entertaining us. That's, that's their job. That's trash. <laughs> see? See? And you wonder why I call you the Prince of Petty. It's not Petty.
2: That's just it's. It was it was bad TV. This is money. This is this is, this is money in the bank. TV. I enjoyed this it. Is money in the bank. This is your main event. It was different. This is mm-hmm. to push you to the main event picture for a yeah. world title match historically, and that's that's what you get. Everyone in that match just looks stupid.
1: I think everybody looked great in that match. There was a lot of acting and stuff and, and going Elsa on. Black
2: is a fucking Satanist. You
1: know, it, it's- I don't, what? I don't see if you, I don't see how you can insult your audience when you have callbacks like brother love and Johnny Laurinaitis and Vince wearing jeans. So bad.
0: Vince looked so old.
1: What was that, Kate?
0: Vince looked so old.
1: Well, because Vince is really old, and I think the 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 highlight of of that match for me was, was at the least fossil? the Vince McMahon office segment.
0: I thought of you immediately when I saw the fossil.
1: Oh, because yeah, it's a, I knew there was a dinosaur in the freaking office. Mm-hmm. It's in. A, it's actually one of the WWE video games, a replication of Vince's office, and the dinosaur head is in there. Uh, it was great. I also love Vince McMahon's uh, hand sanitizing regimen. Mm-hmm. Thought that thought that was very fascinating. But I thought everything in that match was great. It's it's sports entertainment like. We it like this is a staged event, and obviously this is the ultimate of stage events because it was pre-taped, and we always we we can't forget the entertainment side of sports entertainment and professional wrestling. And sometimes there are things in wrestling that aren't going to be about athleticism and prowess and things happening in a ring. Wrestling is an all in professional wrestling and WWE more so than anything, is an all-encompassing. Um spectacle and an, and an event that in, that just so happens to incorporate wrestling. Right, but, but
2: if you can't if you can't I, take an opportunity at your main title seriously, how the fuck can I take anything you do seriously, or your actual title seriously, or your champion seriously? The story isn't finished yet, dude. It was just, it's just I'm I'm like not said, I'm not okay with Otis your main event picture being a it. joke. There is a place for comedy and wrestling. Don't get me wrong. But not in the main event. This is mm-hmm. a joke. And your main event should not be a fucking joke. Wait,
1: who, wait hold on. Who was, the, who was the main event of TNA in the, in the last, like, harab TNA? Wasn't Matt Hardy and the Broken gimmick pretty much the main event of TNA? Yeah, but TNA was also a joke. And Matt, Hardy is, and Matt Hardy is also a joke. Don't say, oh, yeah, TNA is awful. There's a lot of awful wrestling out there and awful wrestling promotions. But sometimes your main event is really fucking funny. Yeah, Brock Lesnar didn't. Brock Lesnar was running around with a boombox as a briefcase last year.
2: That's different, though. Loved That's it. different, though, because Brock Lesnar isn't because Brock is not a joke.
1: Don't go, don't go with top to down Because Brock
2: Lesnar isn't a isn't isn't a joke character. That's just him being doing something silly. That is, his whole storyline isn't a joke. His whole matches his match is on a joke. When Brock Lesnar comes out, it's not a joke. Otis is a joke. It Otis mm. has a place in the company. And Otis is incredibly entertaining, but not as a main event guy with the Brooklyn Money in the Bank briefcase for a world title match.
1: We don't know if Otis is even going to cash in yet. We've also had people who were cash in who we didn't think were probably main event. Look at Sandow. Sandow, well, Sandow actually tried to cash in and lost, even though that briefcase was freaking bad. Yeah, and that, that's,
2: that's, that's the year Cody Rhodes should have won.
1: Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember we that. We talked oh, about it last whoops. week. Did Sandow turn out? the Yeah, we, the match, we right? talked about that literally last week. Yeah, I just wanna make sure. But also there's like six it's like a sixty to eighty percent win percentage I forgot what the actual number is of people catching in. It's not a definite and people can screw up. So like I said, like Baron Corbin screwed up, or people call their shot early and end up losing it. Or the briefcase gets transferred to somebody else. But who? And there's a it's probably styles. Styles will have the only legitimate claim to actually getting this briefcase. Cause Styles' character can be like, I had the briefcase in my hand and I dropped it. You know, and, and maybe it's not maybe it's not the wrestler and the entertainer and the performer that should be um that should be scrutinized for this. Maybe we need to scrutinize the rule of money in the bank. It's like when we had to scrutinize the Royal Rumble rule. Remember when? What was it? When Shawn Michaels was hanging him, and they're like, "Oh, only you <laughs> both, need feet. both feet," and they totally changed the rule, like on the fly. Maybe we need to change the rule of whoever unhooks it gets it, not whoever can
2: possess. No, it. C- control it's makes kind of, sense.
1: It's kind of like the NFL catch yeah, rule. Yeah, control. Well,
2: the NFL catch rule—it's a whole other conversation. Um, but control yeah. the briefcase case actually makes sense. Like him, him and yeah. were going after it. Um. He then they they drop it and uh, he picks it up. That's that's fine. That makes sense. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying the rule needs to be changed or mm-hmm. KF doesn't make sense. In in the way money in the bank goes, Otis winning makes sense. It's just you just made a whole joke of your one of the biggest things in the company.
1: I don't think it's a joke. I think Otis is also the hottest thing on SmackDown right now. Yeah. And SmackDown being run by Fox and you need people to move towards Fox. I can't argue that.
2: Otis is one of the hardest things in wrestling right now.
1: Yeah, Otis and Mandy forever.
2: He has a a great spot in the mid card. Um, He's not a main eventer.
1: Right now, he's the main event of SmackDown. I think Otis is the most social thing on SmackDown right now.
0: (sighs) But being the most social and being main event aren't always the same thing.
1: Yeah, but they look at what's the most social thing, and that's what helps. That's what helps push people. If you get people talking about wrestling, then that means you have you're doing good in the company.
0: Like, I love Otis. I think he's really funny. Like I'm happy for him that the success is awesome. Like, did you ever think like a fat dude named Otis would fucking win Money in the <laughs> Bank? <laughs>
1: he's he's the he's the embodiment. He's the modern embodiment of Chris Farley.
0: Yes. Do we want Chris Farley as the WWE champion?
1: We've had David Arquette as WW, WCW champion. Yeah, and look what happened to that. <laughs> how, how, so according how, to you, he's top tier balance. How, How'd how so. that work out? Apparently, he still wrestles, and apparently he got better.
2: Uh, remember you know, remember uh, Mania Weekend? He was like almost blinded like permanently? Remember yeah. that, like, that crazy death match he was in? That's a fucking mm-hmm. maniac.
1: Yeah, I mean, but at, at least he stuck with at least at, at least for him, it wasn't like a publicity stunt. Like, it seemed like it was for a while. For some reason, he, he stuck with it.
2: <laughs> Money.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, he, that he wasn't getting from his, from his right? new deals.
2: Right, Ricky, I, want, I have a question for you, yeah. actually. Specifically, not towards anything. This sure. comes to wrestling. What has to happen mm-hmm. in WWE for you to admit that it's fucking bad? because <laughs> everything me, is everything is me, good was to you I was everything <laughs> is good to you and i genuinely don't get it like what no. has to happen for you to go this is bad and it's not aew
1: <laughs> no i've i've I, there's something they called aw bad and there's also things for aew that i've seen that are ...that I think they can be anything cautious a- about. A- a- is actually a- rather a- anything AEW has done um, but for since WWE, their existence has not been as no, bad I- I've as I've Money in the A-W Bank. being very good. AEW's promos have actually been really good. Um, But for... I've called things in WWE bad. What do we call that? No, 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 no. Not uh, wait. Roman's, you. I call a lot of things bad. The Money in the Bank match was bad. That ending was bad. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar main event WrestleMania 34 was no bad. no that, I, I remember said, you saying it was a, it was it a good was match bad. but the
2: crowd ruined it
1: I was there Ricky it was I remember a bad match no one was into it I was there too I, I we we stayed in the same place um we sat you, next said, to it, each you other. said it wasn't
2: bad it was <laughs> just the crowd ruined it
1: it's still bad and if the crowd ruins it it becomes a bad match it was a bad match and they you know it, it was it is was what it was because you know what it was predictable Brock winning was not predictable and i
2: think
1: i thought at the time i thought brock winning was predictable there was rumors that he was probably going to go back to ufc and all that stuff so that and all was bad there was um what is it Uh um, this is your life bailey was bad
0: what did you think of bobby lashley's the new sisters, time Ricky.
1: machine was bad what's up
0: bobby lashley's sisters
1: that was horrible
2: I forgot about I forgot all about and that. And Bobby
1: Lashley doing, um, Bobby Lashley when he did that stupid like military test thing was bad. So I've I've called out bad things in WWE before. Do I think we should give him a chance? But when it's bad, it's bad. When I think there's potential for a story to grow, I'm going to say, hey, I think there's something that we're going here, and we may need to look at the bigger picture.
0: But what is Otis's bigger picture? What do you think is Otis's bigger picture?
1: I think, and I—I I think I'm not in the major. I'm, you know, i am know—I don't think I'm in the minority here. Sorry, that I don't think Otis holds on to that briefcase. I think someone takes it from him, and then you get that heel heat. It. I kind of will attest it to when Ryder won at thirty-two,
2: and the Miz won um, the next the night the title. The next oh, yeah. day,
1: you had the return of Maurice and the rise of the Miz. I think someone benefits more off of um uh, off of otis's win then otis himself okay but we don't know that for sure yet and also like you said there's another idea which i didn't even think about kate was that otis could also cash in for the tag championships which would be a total otis move for his character he'd almost be like the r2 chris barley of smackdown
2: I think I think I think Speaking that's such that, a waste.
1: I hate, the, I hate the little Ricky thing for our troop, by the way. Little Jimmy. No, no, little Ricky. That was probably not on Hulu raw.
2: Did, did that happen know. this week?
1: Yeah. yeah no, it didn't happen. It's not good.
0: I kind of tuned out during our troop <laughs> this week.
1: Yeah. Also, our troop's match with Lashley was also bad on the was,
0: money in
2: the I Bank match. I forgot that even happened. Horrible. Yeah. That's it why was, I tuned it out.
0: No, I looked up so R-Truth had the teeth in, then I looked away.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's funnier on TikTok than it is in wrestling. If you've yes. seen R-Truth's TikTok, seen it's fucking the hysterical. I've seen TikToks,
0: they're great.
1: Yeah, but they're, they're trying to bring that to wrestling and it's just, it's not hitting for me.
0: It's meant to be consumed like really quickly, like little bits yes. at a time. It's not a yeah. it's not a it's not a meal. It's not even a snack. It's like yes. it's just a taste.
1: Yes, that's that's pretty much what TikTok is is taste talk. Uh but moving on to the money in the bank and the rest of the show. Uh as we move forward here as we've gone on an elongated sidebar about Otis and 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 Banks and, and briefcases. We're actually arguing about somebody climbing to catch a briefcase that's usually for all intents and purposes empty besides this one time that Oscar uh, just will so happen to have a belt inside of it. Anywho, the rest of the pay per view, I think, crescendo to that Money in the Bank main event. Obviously, with, with show stealing actual wrestling match being uh, a very impressive match. Will, between um, Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins, what do yeah, you? Yeah, they think have of big that?
2: chemistry. Um, the two of them just work well together. You know, similar body types. They kind of look the same. They're both big guys. They're both quick. Uh, they're both powerful, and they want to be. Um, and Seth works better as a heel, and he has a baby face. And Drew, his his wrestling style is pretty much the same as regardless. So yeah, they put on a good match together. Shame wasn't in front of a crowd because they would have, it would have benefited like... them heavily. You yeah, really, it was great.
1: Is, here's my question, Will: What is your thing of a crowdless wrestling? It's experience? hard to watch.
2: Like AEW does a. It's, it's hard what? to watch. It's hard to focus. It's hard to care. It's just like. A, you, you don't realize how important a crowd is, like especially compared to other sports. Like I watch other sports, and it's like, damn, it would be so much cooler if the crowd was chanting and shit. Like I like going to wrestling events, not for the wrestling, I go because of the crowd. The crowd just makes it makes wrestling for me in the most positive way Which, possible. And without it, it just it lacks, and it it's it's wrestling needs a crowd.
1: Uh, okay I, so that's where me and you dip because i'm I, i'm very okay with there not being a crowd because i think i enjoy the art form of wrestling and i think it gets um you don't really expose a performer but you get to see who the who the really good performers are when there's not the momentum of a crowd around them and i like kind of seeing that pretty much in life psychological experiments you i
0: know, think it depends who, on who's wrestling ahead. though I think it depends on who's wrestling, though, because there are some Uh, like, like, like Will was saying, like, he can't focus without a Mm -hmm. crowd. Depending on who's in the ring, I can't focus either.
2: It's like, what's the point?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I think that's also where you have to, there has to be a well developed in, especially without a crowd, there has to be a well developed story or a well developed background to why they're fighting as compared to sometimes in the ring with a crowd, you can create one on the fly. hmm. But when there isn't a crowd, you can't it's do like, it's, like, that. It's, it's
0: like
2: the same with in-ring you promos. It's like, why of. are they still doing in-ring promos when there's no one there? Why? Why are they still reacting during their <laughs> poses on the ring posts when there's no one there? What's the point? Probably force to habit. That's what I mean. Like, WWE is doing a very bad job in certain aspects of not being able to adapt. They're stuck in their machine that they've been doing forever. They, they, they're having trouble adapting to this environment. Now, the, the money in the bank, for better or worse, was a good idea because they had to do something different. But they're struggling because they're, they're stuck doing the exact same thing. And it, 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 it's exposing some of the performers as well. Like Edge, he can he can cut a promo in front of ten thousand people, or ten people, or zero people. The same way, other people need to work off a crowd.
1: Sure, but that could be almost anybody in wrestling, but, but, or that can be almost any athlete or performer But anyways. but but but, it, but, the, but the fact on, it depends on but every But the fact wrestler. that some can
2: do it and some can't. It's just it's just that WWE is so a machine. It's so like, by the book. It's so formulated. Like these people. Like it's like if you, if people always say like wrestlers should work without a script. If if some wrestlers didn't have a script, they would drown. They would be fucking fucked. Mm-hmm. They would be so screwed. Yeah, that's that's true. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas some people just naturally yeah. good at it. But it's like WWE doesn't. Maybe it's a, they don't do a good job of like kind of teaching them how to react to things. But they are in such need. They depend on that crowd so much, and without it, they get exposed really poorly.
1: I don't see it as a WWE problem. And I don't think that's WWE being too formally. I think that's also because um, I think that's also a wrestling problem without a crowd. And even though AEW has a very minimal crowd, you know, they're still doing a lot of kind of the same thing. Sure, you know, people randomly like the twenty people in the arena randomly screaming kind of makes a difference, but
2: it also things that kind of takes away from some oh, stuff it makes as it well. Such a big difference. AEW is so much easier to watch. <laughs>
0: I love how AEW is doing. It. Yeah,
2: because people are reacting. They're cheering. They're booing. They're not reacting. They're they're kind of just screaming at this but point. But you have heels on one side, babyface on the other. It's better than an empty arena with silence. Like it's it's better than literally uh, not it's all the time. Than I, like, I like hearing, hearing the banter like, of what's going on
1: it's in the
0: hearing If it's like a mad dramatic match, I like the quiet ring. But like if it's like a throwaway match that I don't give a fuck about, yeah, let them scream. It's better than it's better
1: so than So then that's not on that's not on the wrestler and that's not on the performer. That's on you It's better than literally hearing Michael Cole's commentary. That's the issue <laughs> in replays. <laughs> it's again, that's that's not on the performer or anybody associated with the event. That's I on, put you. on the company. I put it on you because you're that's what that's this, you're hearing what your opinion is. You're like, I don't like this because of this, which is perfectly fine. But to say that it's a problem, which I that it's a company problem, I think it's a little bit more of not really a problem on your hand, but I think it's just, you know, the the opinion and I think that the opinion lies on well, you. Well, look,
2: look at the ratings,
1: dude. The ratings are worse than they've ever been. And no one's watching. The ratings are bad all around. And I mean, it's, it's, but it's, the fact of the matter is, it's still wrestling. Wrestling's been around since the advent of TV. And it's always still one of the higher rated things in the history of TV. But nobody's watching. So, ratings notwithstanding,
2: it is what it is. Nobody's watching. And WWE's not adapting to these times. They're trying, but they're very, they they're are they're very much struggling. AEW's been, been
0: wrestling- more consistent. AEW's doing a better
1: job. <laughs> AEW's been more consistent. Uh yes, they have been.
0: Like well, every week when I watch Raw and like Smackdown and whatever, like it's I don't know what I'm going to get.
1: Yeah. I
2: think that's, that's the beauty of it all. And like they 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 pivot away from the blood and guts match. They're like, "Okay, we can't do this." I don't know how they're going to do a pay-per-view. That's that's concerning. How they're going to do a fucking pay-per-view and expect people to pay for it. AEW or AAAW? Um, a, a, WA is a network, so they're they're fine. But AEW is doing a legitimate pay per view. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do the double or nothing. Is that what it is? Question:
1: How did it's double or nothing? Uh, how did UFC
2: do? I don't do you know. know? The, I I don't, I don't I don't know, know the week. buy rates, but I know people who watch it and they loved it.
0: I heard it was really really good. I don't follow UFC at all, but I've heard good things about it.
2: I think it's a little different. I mean, it's, I, I'm not gonna say it's actually it's, it's it's similar because it's like combat but you know like yeah. the the fighters in UFC don't react to the crowd you know what I mean? they don't they don't really the crowd is just there they can kind of they can feed off a crowd sure like any performer can but their main focus is the fighter in front of them and themselves and winning the fight whereas WWE they're kind of they kind of go off the reaction and they kind of feel it and they kind of just gauge with what's going on whereas a UFC fight they're strictly going for the fight,
1: so. I I agree with you. I agree with you in that point, but I you know I I think that um, which I just kind of just lost my train of thought. I think no, but that's very true because in, in a fight, it's like the second that you focus on something else is when exactly. you get knocked
2: out. Um and and I think you know the, I mean even the, like, the people watching, they're more focused on the fight. Yeah, it's weird without a crowd, and but and you might not react as well at home without a crowd because like when a crowd's going nuts, you kind of go like, oh shit, oh shit, holy fuck. You know what I mean? Like, You you react, mm-hmm. you can still kind of have that reaction because it's real. Whereas WWE is scripted, and that scripted is also building off the reaction of a crowd. Like a crowd is so important in wrestling, more than I think I even ever realized before this even happens.
1: Uh, well, for reaction-based purposes, yes because to because with wrestling it's still in, a, in like not just wd but i think in wrestling in general, it's still you're trying to tell a story yeah. with your fist yes. you know and and you're you're trying to uh and a big thing of wrestling is eliciting emotion especially eliciting emotion from a live crowd because wrestling in general is very carny mm-hmm. it's been carny since its advent because it was a carnival thing when it first started so the crowd does become an integral part but i think there is an art to wrestling without a crowd um that and just to arts wrestling in general and i think it's probably just me being a, a purist more so than anything like the entertainment side i see a mm-hmm. crowd great awesome but i just like to see how people develop with without mm-hmm. a crowd but we do need to move along because we've been sideburning for a whole whole long time so you know what we're gonna do let's take a quick commercial break um we'll go back we'll come back with our money in the bank ratings and we'll talk about raw aw nxt and pretty much everything else under the sun in a little bit of a lightning round so we'll take a break and be right back Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the F and Great from the Game Changer Podcast. Get ready for a war, because you're listening to Wrestle Addict Radio.
0: How's it going, everybody? This is your Queen Bee, the Kate Murray from the Kings of the Rings podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on Wrestle Addict Radio, we invite you to be part of our wrestling community and have your voices be heard. Subscribe to our Patreon today and gain exclusive access to new original content from your favorite hosts. Insider footage from live events, as well as a group chat to spread memes, make friends, and tell us what you want to hear on the network. For $5 a month, you get the best of the Kings of the Rings podcast, the Game Changer podcast, and the Young Lions perspective. That's cheaper than a copy of B Movie on DVD. Subscribe to the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon. You'll be glad you did.
1: What's going on, guys? Zach, your host of the Young Lions perspective here, and you're listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast on Wrestle Addict Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on a Radio. You've heard our giant, very long soliloquy about wrestling and about me and Will's personal philosophies on wrestling. So if you're ever wondering, just listen back to the last 50 minutes of the show. But we need to move along to talk about other things in wrestling going on. But first, let's finally close out Money in the Bank. And Will, what are you what are you rating this Money in the Bank pay-per-view?
2: I'm giving it a straight four. (laughs) Prince of has returned. Kate Murphy, what are you giving it? <laughs> Dude, that the four is generous too. The rest, of the, the rest of the card was just as bad. Like it was there was nothing good on this card other than the fact that Drew and Seth had a pretty good match in front of no crowd.
0: I'm giving it a seven.
2: How? <laughs> Genuinely because,
0: how? <laughs> um Seth and Drew was good. Money in the bank was fucking hysterical, but I agree with that. Oh, that's why you like Money in the kind. Bank. I thought it was so funny. I needed a good laugh. I've been sad all week. So, yeah, them like breaking the whole building, having a food fight. I'm here for it.
1: Oh, Paul and the food fight. Great.
0: Oh my God. It was so amazing. funny.
1: So funny. I was like also-
0: sending, I was sending like random clips of Money in the Bank to like my friends that don't watch wrestling, being like, I know you guys don't understand what I, I do or what I like, but just this is what's happening
1: that that's a great wrestling without context like showing somebody that money in the bank match
0: yeah that
1: doesn't watch wrestling
0: i might like, just never, look what i'm doing today. never show
2: them they would i will say though face.
0: i skipped watching the disney single along live for the first hour of money in the bank and i shouldn't have
1: <laughs> well i think we have a new youtube series we should find our non-wrestling friends and show them the most obnoxious wrestling matches
2: Show this, show them the bad ones.
0: I can do that not, easily. Not
2: not bad. Would, it's like, like the kind of the kind of wrestling that goes, I can't believe I watched this. Yeah. Um like like anything broken, Matt Hardy.
1: Anything broken, Matt Hardy. Any of like any of 2000's WCW right before they we went under?
2: I don't even watch that.
1: Like Vince Russo WCW. Yeah, yeah. Like a bunch of death masters, the first hell in a cell. Can we show them the boiler room brawl? How about the how about the original empty arena match between Rock and Mankind during the Super Bowl? Mm. Although that one's actually wildly entertaining because the Rock just keeps talking shit the entire time. As he does. Yes. Uh, anywho, before we move forward with this, I was sports entertained thoroughly during money in the bank i thought the callbacks were great i thought the segments were awesome obviously uh i'm giving it a nine because it was one of the best things that i had seen uh a lot of that is weighing heavily on the money in the bank match and then also uh obviously seth and drew in a traditional match which went really well uh moving along to the raw fallout uh kate i don't know if you know about this but apparently there's something called a brand to invitation now
0: Yeah, I, like, heard it, because I was playing Animal Crossing last night while I was watching Raw, and I heard brand-to-brand, I was confused. So what is it, like, the fucking, like, what they were doing, the open invitation from last year, where you can go to whatever show you want?
1: The wild card rule?
0: Yeah, is it wild card again? Is that what they're doing? I don't
1: think so. I think, good. I, I think if they play this correctly, we are going to heavily, um... Focus on the invitation part of brand to brand where someone, I guess, is, quote unquote, invited to go over to the other show for a match. I guess they haven't explained it. It's not. Who's inviting them? What was that, Kate?
0: Who's inviting them is like, say, like a wrestler. Like, is Aleister Black going to be like, oh, I want to wrestle Otis. Otis, why don't you come to Raw? Is that how, like, is it going to be like that?
1: That's what it made it seem when Drew did his whole spweel, um, after okay. beating up all of uh, all of House Zelina. Is that he <laughs> is, is like Baron Corbin wanted to wrestle him. And so Baron Corbin's wrestling him, I guess. there There's no explanation for this. They just kind of just off the cuff said it. And now it's happening. I wonder if they're going to include NXT with it. But who knows? I wouldn't be surprised at this point. But it's it's something that's happening. Uh, Will, you might actually know about something like this. You have MVP and Lashley teaming up for the first time since TNA. Do you think it's going to go well?
2: Yeah, Lashley needs a mouthpiece and MVP is a good mouthpiece. So you're saying um, Lana didn't cut it? No,
0: Mm.
2: (laughs) not at all. She was Um,
0: screaming yesterday.
2: If, I, it's, if this is the time in TNA that I'm thinking of, this is like right before I left, MVP was an authoritative figure in TNA as a baby face replacing Dixie Carter. But, you know, TNA loved their heel authority figure. So MVP immediately turned heel. Um, and I don't remember him doing anything with Lashley, but I remember Lashley being champion. So um, they have botched Lashley's comeback in the past few years. It's very unfortunate, um, too. I feel I feel bad for the guy. But you know, shit happens.
1: Wasn't he promised Brock, or was that just a rumor?
2: That could have been internet rumor,
1: but I wouldn't I think be surprised. it
0: was just a rumor. I wanted it. I wanted it though.
1: Yeah, it was interesting in that segment uh, on Raw where MVP, um, pretty much brought it up. He's like, "You," he's like, "Look at you." you're massive you're huge you have the look you have the skills and yet you're kind of he didn't say but he's like you're kind of stuck in the mid-card like what are you doing
2: yeah
0: he's not you know, wrong. So
1: he's not no he wasn't wrong and i thought it was great and so hopefully he has some sort of rise Because so i think lashley is he has the look he obviously has a skill he's crazy athletic um super nice guy in real life when will and i met him at the airport you um, met him at
0: the airport?
1: When we were leaving New Orleans.
2: Yeah. Yes, I think he has he has trouble connecting with the crowd. He doesn't get good enough reactions. He also um, has a list. Does he? I never I never I never noticed a I list. I never noticed. But you know, he the crowd just like doesn't really care about Bobby Lashley.
0: He's kind no. of bland, that's why.
2: And he kind of like this, this is what I say to people when people's like, so like when people shit on wrestling, cause it's like, well, anybody can be champion, right? It's scripted. Any, any, how do you like, how do you be in this business and like not be a star? Like, cause it's, it's all predetermined. And I go, yeah, but you still have to connect with an audience. Like you still have to like, it's not just, it's not that easy. It's not how it works.
1: Yeah. I want <laughs> to see them go into a room of
2: 20,000 people and cut a promo. But I mean, they have a point. Like you could, it could just be bad booking. Like he's not booked very well. Yeah. But part of that, it's not. That's not. Part of that's on him. Like he is not that great of a performer. He's very good in the ring. He's crazy athletic. He's insanely talented in that, which is why he had some success in Bellator or wherever he fought. But in terms of WWE, he kind of lacks in the entertainment part.
1: And you need that entertainment part
0: Mm -hmm. a lot.
2: Yeah, it's very very important. And if a crowd yeah. don't give a fuck, a crowd's not going to give a fuck. And if the crowd <laughs> don't give a fuck, you're not going to go anywhere.
0: Look at EC3. Look how much of a shit show that was.
2: Oh, that's cuz they they
1: pigeonhole EC3 poorly in WWE. I will admit that.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't
2: think that's EC3's fault. He is he wasn't it's booked not- well. Cuz cuz he has proven that he can connect with the crowd and get heat. He's proven to be talented.
1: And then they gave him a gimmick where he doesn't speak
2: yeah Mm -hmm. like why yeah Mm. yeah that's yeah what (laughs) what (laughs) i forgot all about (laughs) that
1: (laughs) yes but two people who are short on personality are the aussie twins and mean girls themselves the iconics finally returned from what who knows um and they're getting a tag team title shot next week so uh kate murphy do the iconics become two-time tag champions
0: Actually, I think so. I'm hyped. I love them.
1: I they are fantastic. They are. I I love. They're just. They're really funny to me.
0: I'm still mad that I was in the bathroom when they won at WrestleMania. I'm still mad about that.
1: You were in the bathroom when that happened. Uh huh. Wow.
0: I'm really. Shh. I was really upset. I really had to pee.
1: <laughs> Shame on your and bladder.
0: Yeah. And then I came back, and it was over.
1: That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Well, you may get another run out of them, and I think they'll do well if they win the tag titles, being that they're the only actual legit tag team in the women's tag division that came up as a tag team for the most part. But we'll see what happens. Um, so uh, Seth Rollins found out that he's having a child, allegedly. That's what everybody's saying. Um, and then he decided to... Uh, Try and kill Rey Mysterio and talk about having a bad year, um, Will, because uh, Seth almost took out Rey's eye.
2: Yeah, that was – it was a little much. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to watch. Um, but like, I kind of noticed that like when um, he first went and attacked Ray, I was just like, why is he kind of going under his mask? Like I was going to try and take his mask off like I've seen a billion times. And I was like, yeah. oh, he's having a blood packet. Nice. Um, <laughs> that was just when you think you've seen everything in wrestling, they 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 pull that out. Uh, but before that, I want to talk about him. Just the cold stare with him on the ring. I thought I th- I actually I actually really enjoyed Raw. I thought Raw was a lot of fun. At least Hulu Raw. And Seth Rollins just just looking out. Like he a look on his face. Like I can't believe uh, fucking. I can't believe Becky cheated on me with Bobby Lashley and now she's pregnant. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the look Seth Rollins had on his face the whole time. And I was about it. <laughs>
1: I yeah. loved it. Catatonia is a real thing.
2: And then uh, Nick, they, they always kind of ruined it. He was in the bag. He's like, Ray, Ray, I don't know what happened out there. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, this, this is the best version of Seth Rollins since he first turned heel
1: with the Authority. This is my favorite version of Seth. I don't like cackling Seth. I like Messiah Seth.
2: Yeah, good. And that's that's props to the performer. That's props to Colby Lewis because he he was given this weird gimmick, and you know, like people like Bruce Prichard say it all the time. Like if you get to, if you get put with a pretty bad gimmick, it's up to you to make the best of it. And Seth Rollins, it's not a bad gimmick, but he is he is making the best of it. He is owning it, and he's doing incredibly well.
1: Yeah, it's like it reminds me of. Remember when Sandow got uh, stuck with the Miz as like the sidekick, and then he just turned exactly. into a stunt double. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it stunt. works.
2: Like yeah. it. Like it, Seth. Seth Rollins would be fun to boo.
1: Yes, at this point in his career, he's very fun to boo. Mm-hmm. Very very fun. Um, so then the final segment of Raw happened. We have Edge versus Randy. Still. And Edge and pretty much uh Randy and Edge is kind of like me and Will at this point. Randy was like, yeah, you beat me in a gimmick match, but can you wrestle me? And then Edge had kind of a Seth Rollins face for a while, and that's kind of how Raw ended. And I get what they're doing with this, but they and I also find it very interesting that they are putting a lot of hype into a wrestling match. Why do you think this is well?
2: I have no idea. Um, it's kind of backwards booking. It's like last man is kind of like a blow-off match, yeah. typically, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, it's an You nightmare. know this 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 goes back to my initial criticism of the match itself, last man setting match. And Randy kind of verbatim said what I kind of said in a way. In, in his own way, in so many words. So I'm on board. I I want to <laughs> see Edge in a regular wrestling match.
1: It, there is that lure of we haven't seen Edge actually wrestle since he came back. So it is interesting to see. I mean, the most we saw Edge wrestle was in his 24 about his comeback. Yeah. And he but was wrestling don't his to wife. We
0: have that with Randy. We can have that with someone else.
1: I yeah, think, I, I, I get it, you can it's, have it's, it with someone else, but it, whose style is safe enough in the ring for that to happen with? On Raw.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't think of a safer person than Randy. I mean, Randy wrestles slow on purpose, but Randy's also, for the most part, a safe performer unless he's shitting in your bag.
2: Yeah, facts.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we we give Randy a lot of shit for being an asshole, but he's he's a safe performer. Mm-hmm. He really he really is. So, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of upset they're bringing backlash back. But it, Yeah,
0: it, that's disappointing. Like that was it, my big takeaway from that whole promo. I am like, "Oh, backlash is back." Okay.
1: Yeah, I the the way backlash ended was really bad. Remember that was the first time they had the uh both the branded pay-per-views together
2: and yeah. it flopped. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was in Jersey. It was real bad. I was there. It was it I'm was, sorry. It was real bad. I was on the card on paper looked great, and the only good match was the opening match, which was Miz except for BIC.
0: That was a great match.
1: It's fantastic. Fantastic I- match. Uh, but let's move on to the yellow brand right now. Uh NXT had what was on paper a very killer show, um, and the debut of formerly known as Killer Cross now Carrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux who probably pretty much uh, will the best entrance in all of wrestling at this point
2: man poor Leon Ruff poor guy the poor guy just just got murdered but yeah I mean I kind of mentioned this during our break like I I had no idea who Killer Cross was I have never heard of him until just very recently when he got signed but WWE as a first as a first impression holy shit they made this guy like a million bucks this guy's a star
1: yeah absolutely so
2: I'm excited to see what he does yeah he's got a he's
1: I mean the whole apocalyptic vampire like thing with him and Scarlett is amazing I didn't know Scarlett and Cross were married until this whole thing came out so that's going to be very fascinating uh, because WWE and having real life couples together on screen is hit and miss you know, Ms. and Maurice knocked it out of the park, and they got—they were so good they got their own show. But that's like that's that's not the that's not the majority
2: of well, everybody. Mean, well, but I, what, name, well, one that hasn't worked. I mean, well, that's less less. literally the angle is they're breaking up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I mean, one that didn't work, but that was also by design. Was Steph and Trips? But that was also by design, even though it was actually working in real life.
2: Mm. <laughs> Vince uh, tried his damnedest, man. Let me tell you.
1: uh also on that show uh kate murphy was charlotte versus eo sarai for the NXT women's title and charlotte went all survivor series and got herself dq'd what are your thoughts on that
0: wow smart i like it
1: Mm -hmm. but this also led to the return of your boo kate murphy rhea ripley
0: she's back
1: you didn't watch NXT, a, did
0: She
2: didn't
1: I, watch NXT. I, I told
0: you I didn't watch NXT.
1: Oh, yes. Rhea Ripley apparently got her papers from Australia, and she has returned to the Performance Center and also obviously went after Charlotte and saved EO from imminent attack.
0: Oh, my God, yes.
1: <laughs> Calm it down over there. Get some tissues. Um, and last <laughs> but not least, uh, will unfortunately, our dreams uh, were deferred, and Velveteen Dream lost to Adam Cole.
2: I was surprised honestly I was um, very surprised a little a little quite a little less than I should have been, but I was just like, oh, they're just not okay
0: if not okay. now when
2: that's the issue I'm not I don't know if I'm thinking that I'm just thinking if not dream who cross maybe uh,
0: someone this new taking it that quickly though
1: worked for Kevin Owens
0: true. Uh, could be crossed maybe we're yeah. holding it for
1: Keith Lee but I mean it's Velveteen Dream's one of those characters who doesn't need a championship
0: but he'd look damn good with it
1: absolutely and like a a, a <laughs> dream yeah, a dream run NXT would be very fascinating yeah but who knows what's next for the dream just you know hopefully not jail time <laughs> Yes, hopefully not a lawsuit <laughs> yeah. yeah but we'll see what happens on to aew um they returned to Daly's place which i found also interesting that jr called it a test friendly city which we obviously won't get into politics about that but for something about him saying that and the availability of tests kind of irked me but it is what it is and that's a discussion we probably will uh show you mad bro um but quickly with AEW, there's a couple of things that happen. Obviously, the finals of the worst championship name in all of wrestling, the TNT title, was set. Cody versus Lance um, is happening, and Britt Breaker also kind of killed Brandy Rhodes as well. Uh, Brody Lee challenged John Moxley for the championship. Talk about going for a title really quickly. Uh, but Will, what are your thoughts on Brody
2: versus Mox? All you had to do was ask, man. <laughs> um, You know, like my one thing with AEW, it's just why are you rehashing old WWE feuds? Like, why are your top feuds mm. this old WWE feuds with WWE people? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. for a, at least for a little while, that's going to be a curse of AEW until they really establish themselves. Um, Like Cody's fine. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just kind of a shame that. I mean, granted, Brody Lee was not treated well. Um, no, no, not in at all. W- in WWE. So it's kind of like, it, it is more f- it's more fresh. But you know, he he still does have that stink of a former WWE guy.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm I- waiting for the time when they can create start making more of their own stars like i want to see i mean they've invested they invested a crap ton in mjf mm-hmm. which you know which he he's off the charts i didn't know he was only 24 until that promo i was like holy shit
0: you didn't um, know he, that
1: i didn't know he was that young yeah
0: he's a baby
1: yeah but i mean he cuts a promo like a seat like somebody who's been in the business for 20 years um you know, I want to see more investment in MJF. I want to see more investment in people like Statlander, um, and Big Swole, and maybe even maybe even Pineapple Pete, like entertain me a, a little bit. You know, we but we you know, we have these investments in these other people, like we'll said former WWE guys, which is what it is, but you kinda of gotta develop your newer talent, and that's something that WCW also had a problem with and you know, they built some stars. You can say <coughs> excuse me that they built the big show and you know the Goldberg mystique. But besides that, who else did WCW build? And I think what becomes your lifeblood and well, they, they they built all the guys
2: who they built all the guys who went to WWE, like you know, like the uh uh yeah. the Eddies, the benois The Radicals. Um Yeah. I mean, yeah. even like you can argue the Steiners. When the Steiners were in WWE beforehand you know but like scott steiner became a star in wcw
1: yeah in a in a promo in a promo disaster
2: yeah uh, but yeah.
1: <laughs> he he looked big though <laughs> uh here here's also a thing uh we'll have a question for you do you think the the stench of champion john moxley is still is still there or the stench of dean Ambrose champion is there with john moxley i uh, more so in the fact that he can't really carry the championship potentially, in my opinion. Now, without a good antagonist with him,
2: yeah, he needs someone to work with. And uh, Jake Hager was not a good start. Um, we covered that last week. I just, I just, I didn't care for it. The match was very, eh. um, you know, him and Luke Harper, formerly known as Luke Harper, had amazing matches in WWE. So I think maybe that's why they're doing this, mm-hmm. because Moxley needs some steam. You know, his his character is there, his presentation is there, his wrestling's there, but there's something missing, especially with him as a champion, and it's kind of that it factor. Yeah, at least for me. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's
0: just whelming.
2: It's, he's very whelming.
1: He is very whelming, and he's one of those and that's okay as long as he has someone who he can work off of you know a lot of the greater great champions in wrestling have been able to work by themselves like john cena can kind of just has that it factor we can just play off anything austin was the same way the rock was the same way Mm -hmm. um flair and, and hogan also the same way and i for some and i'm not you know trying to bash Mox a champion i think he's a good champion i think he's the champion that was needed at the time but mox needs something to kind of feed off of because he he just can't do it by himself his character i don't think is built to do it by himself and i think that's also just a flaw in his character
2: yeah like he's presented as a main event guy he looks like a main event guy he acts like a main event guy but for some reason he's not really a main event guy
1: Yeah, it's it's very weird. He always needs he always needs somebody to bounce off of.
2: I agree. I mean, anyone, any, any top guy does like like Hogan had Savage. You know what I mean? Like Hogan had Warrior, Austin had Rock, Rock had Austin, Cena had Randy Orton and everyone else. Um, Cena also had the crowd. So that helped, Um, you know, like everyone has these dance partners to dance with. Like, who is John Mox's greatest opponent?
1: Seth Rollins, Seth,
2: Seth Rollins, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> even Kevin Owens has Sami Zayn to some extent,
1: yeah. So, yeah, and it just you know, I'm, I'm waiting for a day, and I'm, I'm hoping that he finds a true footing as champion because he's great in the chase. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. chase, he's must see TV.
2: I mean, that's the problem with a lot of day faces when they become champion, like, yeah. go back to Austin. Who was Austin's first feud when he won the title after at the WrestleMania 14? After
1: 14, I do not remember actually.
2: Kate, I don't remember. It was Dude Love, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, 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 like what? Come again, dude? Who? Dude Love?
1: Okay, one of the, mo- one of the most iconic theme songs ever,
2: right? I mean, it like. In hindsight, it's it's weird because you'd be like, well, even in action, I can make, correct, let me rephrase that. In the moment, it's weird because it's not like, okay, <laughs> like he's, Austin's this huge guy. And you're going to put up with a kind of like, like, like a joke character in Dude Love. But, you know, hindsight being 2020, that Dude Love character was backed by Vince McMahon. And mm-hmm. WWE literally had no heels for them, Austin to work with. So he said, fuck it. We'll make it Vince. Yeah. It was the greatest. And it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's literally what happened. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's, Vince was also back into a it's, hole.
2: It's bonkers, and like, Ab- you know, it's, a similar thing kind of happened with McIntyre. Um, like, who is he? Who is he going to work with? You build up this big baby face, but there's no heel for him to work with. Crap, that's when they called a
1: big show. Big show. We need a heel turn real quick. <laughs>
2: right Uh, reverse big show
1: (laughs) reverse big show all day every day (laughs) all day it is a calamity a little bit uh, awesome theory um speaking of calamities but also very entertaining in and of itself we had a very wild main event street fight that incorporated not only um daly's place but Daly's place is also connected to tiaa bank stadium the home of the nfl's jacksonville jaguars and they were pretty much inches away from fighting on an NFL football field. Very interesting, very, uh, very entertaining stuff. Uh, also very gimmicky as well, but a very nice street fight. Uh, Will, what are your thoughts on that?
2: It's a little too gimmicky for my tasting, but them, I like how this the AEW just ends with everyone giving the finger like every single week. <laughs> it's, a little, it's like uh, what okay I get it you go on TNT you can give the finger you can say shit uh, but <laughs> um, it was a little weird it was a little weird a little too gimmicky for my liking
0: I it would was, have liked it, it, it better when bonkers. I was in high school
1: say that again Kate sorry I
0: said I would have liked it better when I was in high school
1: He's know rebellious. I, why I would have liked it at hmm. on a Pay per view, yeah. That's a good pay per view match, and that's also my worry with AEW is um that their TV is very very good and sometimes even too good for the benefit of the company. What are you going to do on pay per view? Yeah,
2: what? Is, who does that sound like? Hmm?
1: sounds like WCW. Who,
2: that's what I mean. I mean <laughs> yeah. Bischoff. What Bischoff cared the most about was ratings and nothing else. Um, you know, but a big problem with WCW is that they they couldn't do finishes. Um, Bischoff even said that himself. I know because I talk to him every day. We're best friends. Um, but get him on the show. AW hasn't AW hasn't ha- right, I'll try. Now I'll talk to his agent. Uh AW <laughs> hasn't really had that much of a problem with finishes. They've had a few hiccups here and there. Um, like the Cody Chair shot with uh Sean Spears. Oh yeah. Overall, their finishes haven't been that bad. Their booking hasn't been terrible. Hasn't been perfect with who they're pushing either. But yeah. I agree with you, Ricky. Sometimes their TV's too good for their own good, which is a very
1: really
0: yeah.
2: weird thing to say.
0: We're spoiled if we're like, oh, AEW's too good.
1: It, it's it's not that AEW's too good. They're very entertaining and they have a lot of potential. And granted, they're in their infancy; they're less than a year old, TV wise. But it's more so that there has to be a reason for me to buy an AEW pay-per-view. Well,
2: I'm never buying an AEW pay-per-view.
0: Can I I be honest? (laughs) I have never paid for a pay-per-view. Actually, no, that's not true. I paid for one, and I paid for half of it.
1: I mean, I I mentioned it's all in hypothetical, but that's kind of that's kind of the model that you have to go by. What's the reason that the average person or even your P1s are going to buy this pay-per-view? Because you have to give them something that they can't get on regular TV.
0: You get the buy-in.
1: Ooh, and I think there's like a casino ladder match. We'll cover it all next week. A little bit, we'll do a little bit of prediction because Double or Nothing is... Is uh is next week, but that's kind of the thing. Like you gotta, you gotta have. There's some differentiation. Like for instance, put it in. We'll, we'll know put it the Goldberg championship winning match against Hogan. Goldberg, the U.S. champion, Hogan, the WCW champion. They had it in the Georgia Dome, in Atlanta, for a Monday night when you could have made a huge gate. A huge gate. On a pay per view, like a starcade or something.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm on that decision. I've heard arguments on both sides from that from that decision, and uh, mm-hmm. I understand I understand both sides. I am on the era of it should have been a pay per view, just yeah. out of principle. But you know, that's this hindsight.
1: It's it's very big hindsight. Um, but we'll see what happens. Double or nothing is next week. We'll cover it a little bit uh next week but we do have a lot of big things going on but let's go into some other news and notes uh Kate Alberto Del Rio uh is an asshole
0: yeah we knew that though but now it's (sighs) confirmed is he still in jail
1: I don't know if he got let out on bail yet or not but I know there's charges against him for obviously assaulting uh another woman and also threatening the woman's son, I believe. The, yeah, uh, I did a little
0: digging on this.
1: <laughs> What's up?
0: I did a little digging on this. Apparently, he Apparently, he, he ab- accused this woman, I guess it's his girlfriend or whatever, of cheating on him. Uh, okay. He apparently beat her up between the hours of like 10 p.m. to like 2.30 in the morning. It's a long um, time. Yeah, he... Um, <laughs> He sexually assaulted her, threatened to kill her, shit like that.
1: All right. I mean, his mugshot looked like he was coked out.
0: Yeah. I'll
1: be completely honest scary. with you. But, um, but in, in at this point, I think this is the, the, the end of Alberto Del Rio, as we know it will.
2: You know, I think Thank the God. end was a, a few months, like a, a few years ago at this point. Um
1: Well, with Paige, it was kind of one thing because then, you know, you had to like, oh, what is Paige doing? And it kind of was like, even though we knew Alberto Del Rio had a hand in it, you know, we, we kind of a, a lot of it was kind of shared with Paige. But now this is clearly on Alberto and it kind yeah, of makes Paige, you look Paige back was, at Paige. <laughs> Paige must be sitting
2: back on it, picking a feel going, walls.
1: by the way Paige has a pretty rockin twitch account too by the way if you've ever watched it
0: what does she play
1: i totally forgot but like she broadcasts all the time because she has nothing else to do just Paige playing video games um so let's move on from from alberto and talk about the last ride i'm not talking about jordan's the last dance which we have and that is a fantastic piece of film and TV and documentary stuff. But we're talking about Undertaker's last ride. The first episode just came out where it's pretty much, from what I've gathered, if you've seen it, Undertaker search for the for the perfect final match. Will or Kate, have any of you guys actually watched this? Yeah. I, I did. It.
0: I, I did. It was amazing.
1: All right. So what are your guys' thoughts on it?
2: Okay, you can go first.
0: Holy shit.
2: Yeah, that I about was- sums it up.
0: no i found myself like getting choked up so many times throughout this pay-per-view like i don't have a lot of words because the whole time i just found myself like fucking struck dumb because like i didn't realize like i don't think any of us really realize how like much pain he was going through like how how treacherous it is to be a part-time worker like that fucking sucks.
1: The graphic of that hip surgery, they just drilled into his yeah. jaw. Oh,
2: yeah. like, oh my God. That's next week too. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, we, didn't, we didn't even see that Yeah, That was a preview. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to go, okay, like his match with Roman wasn't bad. It was just we didn't want it to be the main event. Yeah. So I want to know why come back after that match?
1: I thought it was a perfect ending. To be completely honest, everyone it was. Did.
0: I still have the shirt I bought like the following week at Raw, the Thank You Taker shirt.
1: I have the so, Thank You Taker shirt, and I never wore because the asshole came back. Not an asshole, sorry Taker, but he came back.
0: I was oh, I was it's, trying it's to like remember what
1: was
2: his what was his next match after Roman Reigns. He came back and kicked Brock in the balls. I believe is that correct, or am I wrong? No, 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 no. That was before. I don't before. Okay, never mind. He had his whole Hell in a Cell run before.
0: I know I went to Saudi Arabia a whole bunch. (laughs) Oh, the next match,
2: he faced Bray. No, Bray was the year before. Bray was WrestleMania like a year or two before. Why am I blanking on this then? I want to say his next match back was the casket match with Rusev in Saudi Arabia. Was it the casket? Probably. I think so. It might be, but I don't remember because I want to think. Like, you had your storybook ending. You had what you wanted. Why come back?
1: And it looks Money? like in the second episode, he was, no, he was pissed. He didn't like, and I, you know, it's really, it's it's not weird, but it looks like he got mad off of that one spot where Undertaker, I guess, was tired, because I don't, I doubt he deliberately sandbagged Roman. Yeah, he, Roman, Roman couldn't could,
2: pick him up. Who,
1: Roman couldn't get him up from a tombstone. Mm-hmm. And like I, I understand, but that's to me, and I'm, I'm not a performer. I've never been in the ring, but to me, that's one spot in a wrestling match that no that I didn't even remember until you brought it up.
2: Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, get, yeah That's get good point.
0: I, <laughs> I get it though. Like honestly, like if I were doing something, like if I'm, if I'm podcasting for as long as Undertaker wrestled i'm gonna want like my last show to be flawless and i won't be able to sleep at night knowing that i fucked up even the tiniest bit i'm sure he's the same way he's been wrestling for 30 years
1: yeah i mean if if anybody has watched the last dance which i really hope you do especially you will since you were born in 95 and didn't really don't really understand the jordan phenomenon probably till its fullest extent him and taker have the same mentality they, wherever whenever they're performing or whenever they're in front of people you are going to get their all no matter what they are going to perform yeah. their ass off and if it's anything less they are going to be disappointed
2: yeah i, under- I understand it, it, that i understand that mentality yeah. i can't say i i can't say i have it um but i understand it i understand that desire
1: yeah, and it's it's very weird. But I also found fascinating when Undertaker's last ride um, is him talking about the streak ending and how he doesn't even remember the day, which is very scary. I think that's um, poetic.
2: I think that's kind of poetic justice in a weird way. It, true. Um,
1: and also the amount of reverence he gets whenever he's around the, the the boys in the locker room, you really get a sense of the respect that everybody has for Taker and a lot of just the, the fraternity aspect of wrestling from that first
2: episode. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's a good way of putting it.
1: You know, because it's like he's like he's like the he's like the head guy in the fraternity whenever he like he, if you're within five feet of him, you have to shake his hand. Yeah, like it It just seemed that way. And it was it was very interesting what they caught like just the look before like the look that Brock gave Taker before he went out to third for, for the match when Brock goes be safe out there and everything. And also a story about how when the Undertaker collapsed after WrestleMania thirty, Vince and
2: Brock both went to the hospital with him. I knew Vince went. I didn't mm-hmm. know Brock went too. I didn't know I didn't Brock know went either. either.
0: of them went. <clears throat> i like brock a whole lot more knowing that
1: i mean and if you followed the rivalry on screen that he had with kurt he was the same way kurt and brock were the same way with each other Mm
2: -hmm.
1: brock really cared for kurt angle and wanted to make sure he was all right especially when he had like rebroken his neck brock would visit him in the hospital and call him and stuff like that and yeah you know I've, i've said it i've said it before on the podcast and i'll say it again we all might hate Brock the character and sometimes a little bit of Brock the person because he's not the most friendly person. But when the lights are on, he's protecting everybody in that
2: ring, unless you're a sing brother. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's I mean, true. Hey, the man, the man likes his privacy. All right. Like yeah. you can't you can't fault someone for that. Like he's not he's not a people person, he's not a press person. Like I don't I I don't fault the man for that. I like, I can relate to that. I don't want yeah. to do it. With, I wouldn't want to do it with the press either. Fuck that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's fascinating because when you when you talk about the Undertaker saying he got concussed, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a if there was. I mean, obviously, kudos to Rock for carrying Taker carrying a concussed person through a match and making sure they hit all the spots. But I wouldn't be surprised looking back at it if Heyman also had a spot in it, had a play in it too. I want because no one no one ever talks to Heyman about like his um his inclusion in in the match like I, always, I i need to watch the match back to see if hayman like told brock at some point hey he's knocked out like he can't go you gotta you gotta go go on this on your own
2: help him <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know but you know shout out to brock and hayman for making sure that match pretty much went off without a hitch yeah even though they lost. So, speaking of The Undertaker and the streak and everything losing, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a book review, folks, because I have been uh, pretty much gifted with the book that was written by Brian Alvarez, uh, the right hand man of Dave Meltzer. Fuck Dave Meltzer, but I like Brian Alvarez. So, take that as you wish. Brian Alvarez wrote a book called 100 Things wwe fans should know and do before they die Uh, i was written in 2019 and we're going to read a fun fact about it as i keep on reading this book and this fact actually has to do with the streak and the day of wrestlemania 30 so brian yeah brian alvarez writes apparently that afternoon of wrestlemania 30 mcmahon saw the undertaker at the building observed that he wasn't moving around all that well decided that this was probably his last WrestleMania and made the call for the streak to end. Virtually nobody was told, including the referee Chad Patton, who went into the ring with the belief that The Undertaker was going to win and who was as stunned as everyone else when The Undertaker didn't kick out and he was forced to do what he'd been trained to do, officiate the match as if it was real. He counted the pin. The Undertaker wasn't happy, but he was a company man and he did it and Lesnar became a legend the man who broke the streak perhaps the most famous finish in company history behind the night but Ivan Koloff ended Bruno San Martino's title reign on January 18th 1971 it continues to state although Lesnar did not need the win McMahon tried to use the finish to build up Roman Reigns he needed a replacement for John Cena and Reigns was his choice Reigns was going to beat the man who ended the streak at WrestleMania, putting him over the top as the new face of a company. But for a myriad of reasons, it took four years before that finally happened, and then two months after his ultimate coronation, Reigns was diagnosed with leukemia and had to forfeit the WWE championship. And that uh, is one of the off. inside stories of a
2: streak. What's that's that, cool unusual that's cool unusual punishment to the fucking referee. Right. How do you how do you how do you not tell 'em? I, I, I uh, Can you
0: imagine being the ref in that fucking
2: match? You gotta be thinking my career's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call my wife, call my kids. If I die, I deserve it. <laughs> do you know what I you know what
1: I think probably happened? Because um, you if you remember um the the three count is called, and then you don't hear the bell. And I you, think you don't the hear ref anything. forgot.
2: Huh? You don't really hear anything.
1: Yeah. And I think the ref forgot to call for the bell.
2: Mm-hmm. Huh. Honestly, that adds to the mystique, actually. Yeah. In a weird way, that adds to the match.
1: Oh, no, it does. I mean, looking back at it, it's a perfect way. Just don't ring the bell because then you don't because then people are just like, what did I just see? And the bell kind of solidifies it in the air. But if you give it if you don't ring the bell, you don't have an end point in your mind.
2: Yeah, that's true. And like, it also made people think, OK, was that supposed to happen? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really necessarily response you wanted, but it's what happened anyway. And fuck it, run with it. Um, but the graphic came up immediately. But the graphic department, touche to them.
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's gonna be my fun fact of the week. There's more stuff going on in this um in this book, which is very fascinating. Uh some stuff about Hulk Hogan, The Rock, John Cena, all your core characters, things about Bruno, the WrestleMania. There's a lot of stuff in there. I highly recommend this book, and for the foreseeable future, we are going to be uh I'm gonna be reading some fun excerpts that I find in the book for you guys speaking of the foreseeable future next week we are going to be um Having two guests on the show. The uh, guests are Chris and Queen PR from uh, a very highly acclaimed uh, wrestling podcast, a women's wrestling podcast. And it's called Those Wrestling Girls. Two New York, two African American New York girls um, who specialize in women's wrestling and highlighting women's wrestling. They're going to be on the show next week. I am very excited to have them. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about women's wrestling. So, Will, we cannot say, Here Come the Women um next week just remember that
2: i mean we can we can they just might smack the shit out of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> they might end the skype call on us but wow. they are gonna they are gonna come and show and it's gonna be very exciting speaking of also very exciting it is episode 195 which means we are about five weeks away from kings of the rings episode 200 an episode that will probably thought we'd never make by the time when when he started the show, but we are here, getting close to the 200 episode, and just like episode 100, we're gonna ask you guys for uh, video clips, audio clips, uh, from some of our some of our more consistent members, Patreon people, obviously China, and we would love to hear from you guys about our road to 200. Uh, so we are going to be reaching out to you. I also kind of want to collaborate with. Two thousand followers on Twitter, so we're almost at two thousand. We're almost at two hundred. It'd be great to see if we can get to both at or around the same time. So KTR two hundred is in the works, and you guys can start sending us stuff. Probably send it to our email. So we do email, will because Anchor's kind of funky with this stuff.
2: Yeah, no, send it to our, send it to our email, and we'll put it in post.
1: <laughs> audio, audio or video clips to email. That would be great. Um, so we're going to, like I said, we're going to be reaching out to some of you guys. Well, um, hold on, Ricky? Tell me what our email is. What's, oh, <laughs> it's Kings of the Rings Network, right? Because you made the email, not me.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, network, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. King, it's Kings of the Rings Network <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, back when, uh, you know, we had a uh, shoot in the duck. Ricky, remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember Shooter and the Duck. Yes. <laughs> Dingo and the baby.
2: Dingo and the
1: baby. <laughs> that was the idea, man. <laughs> Dingo in the baby so yes those wrestling girls next week kltr 200 um probably four weeks after that it's going to be fun we've got a lot of stuff we got a brand new logo coming up as well which you might have already seen or may not have we'll see if you're very very um investigative on our social media but let's start to wrap up this show match of the week king of the night all at the same time prince petty will go at it
2: um yeah, I'll go. Uh, Seth and Drew, and my king tonight is Drew for that promo we cut on Monday.
1: The one after the match. Yeah, where he called himself the Big
2: Mac. Yeah, scored a sick, sexy sculptor. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he was all sweaty. That's re- that's really the reason why because he looked great. That's, that's so weird, but okay.
0: He just <laughs> look great. You're not alone.
1: Okay, Murphy.
0: Um, match of the week was the street fight on AEW with, what are they calling them? The sexy boys? The sexy men? What are they? The
1: Sex Gods. The Sex Gods. gods. Oh my
0: God. The Sex... (laughs) I like the sexy boys. The Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sant McWevera with Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega. It was a shit show. I cried. I loved it. And my king of the night is my queen of the night and it's Becky Lynch. My wife's having a baby.
1: <laughs> Can you say that again, Kate?
0: My wife's having a baby.
1: <laughs> my God, never go to the south. Never go no. to the <laughs> God. My match of the week, surprise, surprise. will's paper match ever, the money in the bank, um, extravaganza that it was. I was thoroughly sports entertaining, entertained entertained. Entertained name, in yeah, right. Um and my king in the night is Otis. It's gotta be Otis. Otis is having the best 2020 that anybody's having right now.
0: I hope He's... there's a 24 on him.
2: <laughs> oh my god. You know, the day of you know that'd be
1: that'd be fantastic. Just a just like a mockumentary for Otis. Book in the twenty 20- book, it might as well. I mean, think about it. Otis has the hot blonde and kayfabe and now he's the money in the bank winner you can't that's, that's like best year ever yeah it's not gonna get it's, his put it this way his career's not gonna get any better than this Fair. unless he unless he learns how to do a moonsault out of nowhere <laughs> it's true so anywho in honor of uh, Rebecca Quinn and the baby that's coming, let's end with a theme song that you're not going to hear for at least nine months, and that's Kanye's Dream. <laughs> Dig Dreams." <it. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Cue Becky Lynch, please, Sorry. and thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 195 and my four-year anniversary on the show money for the marks for it has been a long battle-tested show where you get to listen to mean world's philosophies on wrestling uh alberto del rio's probably going to jail undertaker can't retire uh we have rose wrestling girls coming and kotr 200 is merely weeks away so get those announcements in Find us on social media. Listen to us wherever you listen to any of your podcasts. Consider joining our $5 Patreon and go to our Teespring store. So teespring.com backslash stores backslash wrestle-addict-radio for all of your merchandising needs. What a show. What a great time. Prince Petty, bring us down a notch.
2: <sighs> I, don't, I don't like his Prince Petty thing, man. I'm King Petty. All right. It's like Tom Petty, <laughs> but cooler in a live I am Will Taraschuk <laughs> <Petty>, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am Will Tarish like, Tears and Thomas, anyway, Uh go to our go to the biggest podcast check out our web right? I mean I put a lot of time making our page. Um scroll down, go to that donation tab, and throw give, give some money at us. Um, for every dollar we, do we raise for every dollar we raise, I will throw quarters at Ricky. Virtually, of course. It'll be a grand old <laughs> time. But Kate Murphy, how much would do you donate so I can throw quarters at Ricky?
0: Okay, I will donate. But it is me, the princess of petty, the queen bee, the Kate Murphy. You can find me on question. What was the question?
1: How much are you willing to donate?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Just let me. I was doing a thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever. You know where to find me. Let's go home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes let's go home and next week we're gonna have those wrestling girls on so we're gonna talk heavily about women's wrestling. you're gonna get to talk about samina and samina had a good job performing at money in the bank but all of that will be next week with those wrestling girls and the rest of us here at kings of the rings podcast but until then folks goodbye good night and slack i listen to your podcast and still fuck you sorry see you later folks